0: Last week, I was very much on the brink of a burnout, like a major burnout. And over the years, I've developed the the ability to see the signs. You know, when I'm about to burn out, what are the signs physically and mentally, what's my body telling me? And I was able to pull myself out of it really quickly. And it got me thinking about when it's just time to listen to your body and when to slow down. So in today's episode, we're diving into that, how to recognize the signs... <laughs> how I slow down from renovation projects and just recognize that I need to take a step back in order to be really, really creative and, you know, fill up my cup again. Coming up in today's episode, at the beginning of the year, I was already starting to see those physical and mental things start to creep in that I was on the verge of burnout. Technology was really draining my energy. Like spending an hour on TikTok mindlessly scrolling left me feeling horrible. But I think that there's a balance to make it healthy. There is nothing in this world more that I want right now than a baby. (laughs) And I have never uh, (laughs) I have never felt that before. So I'm getting choked up anyways. So going into the summer, turning 35, I was like, I'm going to spend the summer in California at home and I'm going to slow down. This episode is brought to you by visit Williamsburg. you guys it feels so good sitting in this room if you're watching on the youtube channel you can see that i'm sitting in a living room this is our newly renovated quote-unquote formal living room Who needs one? Who needs a formal living room? Absolutely. I I mean, I have never, maybe, maybe some people out there do. I have never felt the need to have a formal living room and an informal living room. And we have lots of plans for this room, but we couldn't disregard that this was like the first room that you walk into in our home. So, like, you walk right in the door and it's kind of like the entryway slash formal living room. And we moved in. beginning of january it's now oh my gosh it's july which is absolutely crazy i just celebrated my birthday 35 that's a big number um i feel exactly the same as i did when i was you know 30 or before that i just stopped aging at one point i was just like it's fine just another just another celebration to me so we moved in in january And we did not have any furniture for this room. We didn't have anything to put in it. It became a dumping ground. It was like where we would get a package and it would go on the floor. We would, uh, I don't know, I was decorating other rooms and we would just like dump things, you know, in here. And it looked horrible. You guys, it looked absolutely horrible. And so I was like, I knew it couldn't continue. And we have a lot of plans to renovate this space and the kitchen and the bathrooms in this house eventually, but we have to get quotes. We have to design it. We have to, um, figure out how much it's going to cost save for it. That is like further down the road for us. Do you know what I mean? So I have a lot of ideas. I just, I'm not there yet. So we couldn't just like say, oh, well the next, you know, two to three years, this room could just be a dumping ground. It looked horrible. So I was like, okay, we've got to do something about it right now. It's a formal living room. Let's make it into what it is and change it later, you know, and it really won't have to be changed. A lot of the updates that we made in here were really foundational. And I'm, Oh my gosh. Stripping the beams. If you guys have watched, haven't watched the series, I will leave it linked for you because I have a five part series of making over and renovating this room because there were so many things that needed to be done. We needed to strip the beams, the 90 year old beams. Our home was built in the thirties and I'm very, very positive and very sure based on the kind of plans that I've seen for our home, that this was Original. This part of the house was very original. There are some rooms in the back where the levels kind of drop down that were actually added on because I could see it in the permits that they had needed to get over the years. Uh so this was original. So I'm leaning into the fact that the beams were probably original. They're in the whole house and in a dining room, they were stained and they weren't painted over like they were throughout the rest of the house, and they're beautiful. I was like, oh, I can't wait to get my hands on those beams. But I did not know that it was going to be the DIY project from H-E-L-L. Like, I, I thought it was gonna be like other stripping projects I have done on doors and windows, but I didn't realize that this stripping project of the beams was going to be on ladders and over my head. You know, so my arms were up, you know, like scraping. And we did, it was four, if not rolled into five days of just stripping off everything off of the beams. Romeo was such a huge help. It was so messy. It was so gooey, but it was so worth it uh, because they just add so much rich texture to the room. I didn't want to sand them because I actually wanted that texture to show. So that was a major DIY project. um, And I stained them the same color as the stain in the dining room. And they're so good. I also did a huge update to the archways behind me. They just looked, to me, dumb. Like, they, they just, the angles, the cut corners, how they used to look, were just like uneven. They just weren't appealing. I felt like it was just a lack. I felt like someone had come in and just kind of stripped the character, but there was still a little bit of character left in the home the floors we could play off of. They obviously stripped the color off the beams. They painted everything all white. They stripped the color off of the fireplace. If it was ever a different color, it was all white. It was a pure white room. So it created a really good blank canvas for me to come in and be like, okay, what is this room going to be? How can I transform it? So we transformed the weird openings into soft arches, which is what I call them because it's just a pretty word for a not so severe, you know, kind of like radius of a, of an arch. And then I took it a step further and put trim around them and painted it all color drenched the whole room in a really, really pretty warm uh, color. That's not too dark. You know, I didn't want to go too dark in this room. So this room has taken on a personality of their own. It's really sets the stage for how I want the entire house to flow and what I want the entire house, how I want the entire house to be decorated, really. I mean, it has moody, French, provincial influence, but it's paired with um, more like tasteful, clean lines so that it's not super rustic uh, and it brings it more into a contemporary flair. Uh, so I'm paying super particular to everything that I find. I, ex- I described this house as... A younger, more, or a younger, better dressed version, (laughs) a higher end, a more higher end dressed version of our cottage in Texas, because obviously our cottage in Texas is 112 years old, not 90. So she's a little older and she's very antique vintage vibes. You know, sometimes I like things that just aren't like too perfect there versus here. She is a little bit elevated. You know, she she was a little bit extra. (laughs) She's the one that shows up to the party always really well-dressed. That's kind of how I explained her. But of course, it's my style. Of course, I'm going to influence the design while also letting the house tell me, you know, what it it needs to be. Uh, So I'm sitting in the new room. And it could not feel better. I'm very happy with how it came together, but there are still some things that we need to work on. So stay tuned. We need to do our coffee table toppers. Uh, we need to find some more just things. Uh, one of you guys actually had a great idea of actually behind me. I did all of the detail on the stairwall because I felt like it was lacking in detail. And you guys had a great idea. Someone commented that I should put like a sconce on this wall behind me. I'm like, that's perfect. Because I can't do more art. There's already so much art in here, but putting a sconce would be really, really pretty. So, you know, I decided if you've been following along on the journey of my cottage renovation over the last, gosh, two and a half years now. So in 2020, we actually started looking for properties in Texas um, because, you know, 2020 was weird for all of us, you know, it's like what was happening. And it feels like a blur. It also feels like it happened yesterday and it happened a really long time ago at the same time. Uh, so we started looking, I needed content for, I obviously creating, creating content is my job. That is my business. And I had, at the time I had already (laughs) done every room in our apartment in California. Um, but we always saw California as our long-term home. But at the time we couldn't afford to buy a house in California, and we really, I needed content, and we always knew one day down the line, we would buy a home in Texas really close to my parents as we grew our family. I wanted um, there to be a place that was really comfortable for us, and it would be an investment property. We could actually transform it into Airbnbs or something something along those lines uh, so that we would have income. And 2020 really pushed that plan really early So we found the cottage in October of 2020. We submitted an offer in October. And then we didn't actually close on the cottage until February, early February of 2021. And that it was tied up in a trust. It was a whole bunch of things. So we then on February started the journey of me figuring out what I was doing. I had never renovated anything before. We had always rented. My parents had a construction and building background because my mom's an interior designer and my dad's a civil engineer and architect. So they had always built new homes. I had always seen them and I had been in the world of that, but it was always from scratch. It was never a renovation. So it was definitely new. I needed time to figure out what I was doing, what I wanted it to become, what like plan it out, all the things. It was also in the midst of everyone, when you thought the world was shut down, but everyone was doing home projects. So the home building industry and tradesmen were really busy, but materials were very costly. So it was this weird time And it was really hard for me to get tradesmen out to our town because it was, it was kind of, um, more off on the offskirts. It was about, you know, 45 to 50 minutes outside of a major city. So it was a little bit of a drive. And when tradesmen have tons of work, why would they come out? So I was left to really try and figure out how to do a lot of things myself, which is what I wanted anyways. So it was fine. So we embarked on the two and now two and a half year journey of doing the cottage. And I actually thought it would be done in two years. I never anticipated it lasting longer than that. And then when, you know, the pandemic ended kind of quote unquote, kind of life started to go back to normal. And I started missing my life in California more and more. And Romeo and I were spending a lot of time apart from each other during that time because we weren't traveling because we just to limit exposure. There was a lot it was a lot. Those 3 years, like bravo to all of us for making it through in whatever way we made it through. Um, and now I start then then I start at 2 year mark, I was like, "Ooh, I'm kind of missing my life." You know, I'm, I was getting really tired. I could feel the burnout coming on. I could feel my stress level and my overwhelm just kind of like br- like boiling over. And so I really decided that I was going to take 2023 this year a little bit slower on the renovation. Yes, we had so much to do still. We had made a lot of progress. I mean, the entire front part of the house is done. We have a little bit of work to do outside on the front porch. And then we're entering like the bedrooms and the primary bath and the laundry. But the living room, the kitchen, the dining room, those areas were like 95, if not completely finished. So it was making me feel better about, you know, when you walk in the cottage, it's beautiful. And she's like my pride and joy. Like this work for me on the cottage was really where I feel like I found my style, where I feel like I grew my knowledge about renovation and uh, building and DIY. I just took everything to a whole nother level. So when we bought this house in November and moved in in January, I was coming in with a fresh bag of knowledge on how to do DIY projects, how things work, how tools worked, what I could do with different tools. So we were in a whole new realm Of entering a new, a new kind of project. And so when I started to feel the burnout and I started, we entered 2023, I was going to take it easier. And I was going to spend a month there and a month in California. It was obviously really exciting to buy this house in California. This was a dream of mine for my entire life. And I'm not kidding. When I was a little girl, I would tell my mom that I was going to you know, move off to California one day. Like it was big. So this was a major life accomplishment. This was a major, um, dream come true. So when I found myself back in Texas, working on a project that I had been working on for so many years, uh, I was kind of like, Oh, I was just, I just want to be in California where it wasn't so hot and all of these things, you know, like it was just new and fresh. And of course we all get excited about new and fresh things. So that was very much the mindset that I was in. And I was ready for my life to kind of go back to normal. Um, So I was like, okay, I'm going to spend a month in Texas and a month in California and vice versa. And I'm going to flip flop back and forth. That was a lot harder than I had originally anticipated um, because I would get started with projects in Texas, and then I would come here for a month. Well, there was only so much my body and my hands and my mind can do. So instead of, you know, kind of like working on projects so I had content, to go live for all of you guys to see and keep my business going. I really couldn't do that. So then I was working on projects there and then projects here. And I was flipping back and forth. And that was just like a lot. It was hard. It was, my brain was constantly turning on and off different parts of my business and my projects. And it got really complicated. So I was like, okay, when we get to summer, you know, Romeo, like obviously it was going to be my birthday in summer. We were going to be entering a phase where I was like, okay, I'm 35, you know, and I want a family. Like there is nothing, and I'm not going to cry. I'm going to tell myself not to cry. So I don't, there is nothing in this world more that I want right now than a baby. (laughs) And I have never, uh, (laughs) I have never felt that before. So I'm getting choked up. Anyways, so going into the summer, turning 35, I was like, I'm going to spend the summer in California at home and I'm going to slow down. And I feel like that has been the hardest thing for me. I've never had to really, well, I've always tried to tell myself to slow down, but I've never had to really listen to my body and my mind more and really tell myself like, no, we are really taking a step back in a lot of ways um, and trying to navigate what that meant, you know, to keep my business going, to keep my content fresh, to fuel the side of me that loves to do projects while also going a little easier on myself to de-stress, remove the overwhelm, you know, just kind of back it up a little bit and slow it down that was really hard. And I feel like I not only needed to do it for my own body, for this next phase and this next chapter that I'm entering, um, to where I really, we really do want to start a family, but I needed to do it because I was, I was getting to a point where I was so tired. That renovation in Texas thus far for a solid two and a half years of not taking a break, not coming up for air always working on the next thing. My body physically and my mind just never stopped. It never stopped working for those two and a half years. And I think in some way I dove into it because the pandemic kind of pushed me into that realm because it gave me something constructive to do. You know, it gave me something where I was just kind of with myself. I was, alone or with Romeo, it gave me a project to work on. It kept my mind kind of focused on something really positive, which was really good for me. I feel like I've, but then we came out of that and it was just like so much work, you know? So I really needed to come back to California and just like slow down. Well, then (laughs) I came back to California and I was like, Ooh, I wanna start projects, I wanna do more, I wanna do this house, what is this house going to be? And I, I got just so excited that I immediately dove into another pretty major renovation project. Now, I wasn't demoing walls or tearing up floor or laying tile, but this was not a small project. Stripping the beams, adding a lot, a lot of trim detail and building that stuff out, Obviously painting is not super strenuous, but when you're painting a whole room by yourself, it's, it wears on your body. But I feel like the beams in and of itself really took a toll on me physically. And then I really hadn't, you know, come off of that, like, oh, I'm supposed to be slowing down McKenna and you're still working and you're still doing all of this. And it got me thinking about like, how did I really know I needed to tell myself to slow down and what does that really look like? And how do you really do that was really a blessing because I had already started to see the signs of burnout. I was already starting at the beginning of the year. I was already starting to see those physical and mental things start to creep in that I was on the verge of burnout. It wasn't until I was a little older in life, uh, that I started to n- notice the signs, you know, when you're young, you, burnout kind of can hit you in the face and you don't really know how to identify all of the signs that are happening, the signs that your body or your mind is giving you, um, in, in growing up, you know, kind of like through my past careers and things were kind of recurring. The period before the burnout was kind of the same. So I started to identify like the signs of burnout. I was like, oh, McKenna. One of them was uh, making mistakes and hurting myself. Like uh, I would get clumsy, you know, like that was my body telling me physically I was really like fatigued and physically I needed to stop like even like I can have burnout, like in a single day, you know, if I was working really big on a project, like I was working a long time and it was all day, I would wake up early and I would work a lot physically. By the end of the day, I would start to get clumsy. I would start to get, um, you know, I'd drop things or I'd trip on the ladder. Never hurt. I've actually made it, out of this cottage renovation, unscathed knock on wood. Like I really have had very minor injuries, maybe like scrapes and things, you know, like from my hands, like pricks and things, but never major injury. So I've always been super careful, but I did know, start to notice the signs that after a long day, I would be a little bit, Ooh, I should stop. You know, like I, I should stop. I should sit down. It's time It's time. And I'd have to tell myself, it's like, no, if you keep going, you're just going to end up hurting yourself. So that was kind of the sign in, in a day. And over time, the burnout of those things would, would be kind of the same. My body would start to show just signs of fatigue. I would just start to be more tired. Um, my I just wouldn't quite move as fast. I was just tired. I would, I would say that a lot. I'm like, oh, I'm just so tired, you know? So it was my body kind of telling me that I was physically tired, but also mentally tired. The mental kind of signs that would show me that I was on the verge of burnout was really overwhelmed I would start too many things or I would have too many projects or too many things on my to-do list to where I was overwhelmed and I wasn't doing anything productive. It's like at the end of the day, I felt like I was constantly adding things to my to-do list instead of ticking things off. And that is when my brain will enter burnout. It will just, I start to get kind of snippy, (laughs) like I start to get a little bit like, like frustrated, things aren't flowing as easily because I I don't have space to be creative. I don't have space to rest. It was just like burnt out. Burnt out was on the verge. I've actually had that recently, which kind of spawned me to do this episode because I think it's really important for us to know when to slow down and to recognize the signs. And I think the signs are going to be different for all of us. Um, but I am very much in that phase of like, I was reaching it and I've gotten really good over the years of recognizing when that's about to happen. So it doesn't happen. So I can actually pull back before I hit rock bottom burnout because rock bottom burnout is like Pretty bad. (laughs) Rock bottom burnout is not coming out of it for a while. And where everything has to stop in order for me to pick back up maybe weeks, if not a month later, you know? And and that's not ever a place that I ever wanted to get into again, like I've had in the past when I was younger. So I would recognize the burnout. This just happened to me last week. And I just clean house. I say, okay, like clean house mentally. And project-wise, I'm like, okay, no, stop, everything. We have to regroup. And I sit down and work-wise, I start to make a list of all of the things that are urgent, all of the things that are priority. And I make a plan to tackle them and I don't ever go back and look at the list. Like I just, I focus on one thing at a time. And anything that's not priority, anything that's not important, it does not happen. I take it off my to-do list. If it pops back up in my head about something I want to do later on, it'll go back on the list, but I don't even want to see it. I don't even want to think about it. I clean my desk off. I've moved everything that's not priority out of my way. No, I've got to cleanse. I've got to like, it's almost like you're on a boat and you've just put so like each project or each thing in your life is a weight And you've literally put, like picked up a dumbbell and you put, okay, this is another project. And you're putting so many of these weights in your boat that you're sinking. And if you can recognize that there's too much weight before you sink, you can take the weight off. But if you don't recognize that the weights are sinking your boat and you sink, your boat sunk, then you have to climb your wave out of that. And that is, I found so much harder then kind of recognizing the signs. So I've been better about that later on. And these signs are gonna be different for me, different for you, different. Gensley doesn't have any signs. My dog, my multiple city. She has no, she lives a perfect life. We don't live her life, you know? I started to recognize that my boat was sinking and I was about, water was starting to creep in, like water was starting to seep over the edges. And I was like, nope. I immediately started taking, I started throwing weights out of my boat. I'm like, nope, you don't need to be here. You don't need to be here. I don't need to do you right now. And immediately I started to feel so much lighter. I started to feel like I could breathe. And I think it's easy, especially for me and a personality that's like, very high functioning, like very like productive. It's easy to think that I can do it all. It's, I do. And I am still sitting here still, I think I could still kind of do all of those weights that I threw out of my boat, but I'm not going to do anything well or up to the standard that I want. Last week I started throwing things off my boat so fast. I like, I was getting whiplash. I was like, Oh, okay. But immediately at the end of that day, I felt so much lighter. I had emptied my workload. I had prioritized what was important so that I could make space for me personally. I could make space for me to just live. And for the last two and a half years working on this cottage, I have filmed everything. I have published so much content. I have I never stop working. And it's really more about me having a balance and how I can uh, still produce high quality content and share all of my joys and all of my loves for home decor without sinking my boat. You know, like that is, it was important. My boat can't sink because then everything stops. I also think, uh, there was a lot of things in my boat. Let's, let's talk about this figuratively. I, I think that there was a lot of weights in my boat that weren't making me happy anymore that I actually didn't want to do. And unfortunately, one of those weights was the cottage and i think i got to a point where i was there working on it and it just the projects i wasn't having fun anymore and you know when sometimes you're like so deep into something and there's still so much to do that it's almost like man i started this and it was so fun and now i'm just so in it and i'm just been like it's it feels like it's never going to finish it felt like a really heavy weight honestly so sometimes you just need to like step back from something for a minute and you come back with a new perspective and a new found energy for that and that for me was the cottage renovation. And luckily for me, I can take a step back because it's going to be there. Do you know what I mean? It's my parents are watching over it. It's, you know, doesn't cost us really any money except for the property taxes what minimal they are. It's not something that is this dire thing that I need to finish tomorrow. You know, like it really isn't. And this time in our life was really about starting a family, celebrating my birthday, taking a step back, really just having the weights in my boat that are making me really, really happy, and that I can accomplish in a really positive, good way. And when I started to think about the bedroom designs in the cottage, nothing would come to me. You guys, nothing, no designs. There was nothing working up here. I I didn't even know where to start. And that is when my creative bucket is empty. It was, it wasn't there. It was like when I would walk into those rooms and I'd be like, okay, what am I going to do in here? I don't know. And I would turn around and walk out because it's just like, it wasn't there yet and i'm so excited to jump back into the cottage again when it feels right because then i'm going to make it better it's going to be incredible it's going to be the design it always should be because it was meant to be done in that time and not when i was feeling like it was overwhelming or my creativity wasn't really there so i was thinking about this and you know i'm very proud of the business that i've built to have the luxury to start throwing things out of my my boat you know but That is not realistic for a lot of of people that wasn't realistic in a, in my past life. You know, so I was thinking about when I was working a corporate job and I was in a similar kind of mindset. I needed to throw weights out of my boat. I love that we've settled on this. Um, <laughs> I hope that that makes sense, but it, it's kind of making sense to me. It's like, I was in situations in my corporate job where I wanted to start throwing things out of my boat. I wished I could throw things out of my boat. Please just someone take a weight out of my boat so that I can stop sinking and I couldn't, you know? So it's like, when is it realistic? And like, you have so much responsibility. You have people that depend on you, whether that's in life or in business or whatever, your job. It's like, you don't have the luxury of just like, no, I'm not going to do this right now. And I started thinking about ways that I kind of like stayed above the water, you know, like I really kept my boat still floating and I really did a really great job at Prioritizing, You know, I, I work best on a plan. You know, I kind of like, yes, all of these things need to stay in my quote unquote boat, but how do I make sure that I'm kind of finishing the things that can be done quicker so that my boat's a little lighter. So I would, I would tackle the easy things first so that I would just get over it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, if I needed to, let's theoretically, if I needed to run a jewelry report on best top sellers for our online website, because that's something that I would have to do. I needed to run a jewelry report so we would see what we needed to buy next season. That's probably going to take me 30 minutes to wrap my head around, to accomplish, to send the email and be done. The weight is out of my boat. So I started to accomplish things that were really simple and it really helped. That would really, like when I couldn't get rid of things, I just had to do things that were quicker. And that made it a little I would still work on the the bigger weights, the things that weren't so easy to get out of my boat, but it was getting lighter anyways because I was taking care of those small things that just like didn't take a lot of time. So that was really one way that really helped me eliminate burnout and me sinking. Aside from just work on a more personal note, I was finding that I was kind of filling my quote unquote off time or downtime with things that didn't fuel my energy, that didn't fill up my cup so that I could tackle all of those other things. And I found like social media and technology was really draining my energy, like spending an hour on TikTok mindlessly scrolling left me feeling horrible honestly. And that's coming from like, uh, social media is my job. Like, (laughs) I literally share content digitally. It is literally like my responsibility. Like I hope that you guys want to spend time on social media, but I think that there's a balance to make it healthy. You know, the last thing that we should ever do is like spend our time or give our time to something that just makes us not feel good. And maybe that's not for you. I know that other people feel the same way, but like TikTok, especially like the mindlessly scrolling, you know, and being inundated with so many different topics and things coming at me at so many different ways was sucking my energy. I didn't feel good. I would actually like in times throw my phone. I'm like, uh, don't, I don't want to like take this phone away from me because it was so addicting to be on TikTok that I was just like, oh my God, you have literally, I would, Put my phone in the other room. So I started to eliminate that more. I would limit the time that I would spend uh, kind of consuming mindless information. Not so much like I still enjoy, like YouTube is like my television. Right, so I will put on my favorite YouTubers and watch their new episode, like it's an episode of a TV show. That never, I'm and I'm productive in the process. I will put them all on the TV and I it will just play, and I will clean my house or be working on a project. Um, I actually have to have something on when I'm doing, you know, projects that I don't really need to film a lot of the steps for. I need something on. I need the background noise, so like I need the TV on. I need a YouTube video playing, but it's not like. TikTok is where I have to be physically on my phone scrolling. It's a very different type of social media. So I started to eliminate those and limit the time I would spend on TikTok specifically, or even scrolling on Instagram. It's the same thing. You're like scrolling, you know, like you have to, your attention has to be on the app. And I started to introduce more things that would actually fill my energy up, recharge my battery. And my downtime, obviously, I've talked about it a lot. I love taking walks in my garden and and being connected to nature. That really fuels me. I also took up reading last year um, and I've never been a reader. And I'll just like sit down at the end of the day, like at every night I get off of my phone and I get on, like I turn off technology and I get into my book and I read a chapter or two. Maybe it's only for 15 minutes before I get sleepy. And it just, it it gives my brain time to kind of shut down and wind down in a really healthy, positive way. Also, a big one for me that I've known forever is I recharge most when I turn off the noise. I get away from people. I am in complete silence with myself. I feel at most peace. I have to recharge like that. Um, I love. That's why I like to walk through my garden because it's it's just me, and there's no noise. It's nothing's crazy happening, and that's when I feel like recharged. And that's how I finally feel doing those things: reading my book, walking through my garden, being alone at peace allows me to slow down it allows my brain time to be like, okay, we're doing this now. And I know that my boat is still full of weights, but I've taken a break. I've docked her for a little while. She's tied up over here and I'm just going to go for a walk. And stepping away from things, I feel like was a major thing for me to actually realize like, no, yes, my weights are really important. And yes, all of those things, these things that are happening in my life are really important, but I have to take a step back because I just can't see clearly. Like I'm not getting anything done and not being productive. Let's take a step back and let's slow down. So and it's, it's crazy. You know, I, I think about my life now versus my life when I was working um, a really high powered corporate job. And there were times when I just wouldn't take my breaks. I wouldn't take my lunch break. I would work when I got home and it just really consumed my life. Like it was just, it was, it was really all consuming. It's, and it was my own fault. I, you know, didn't set those boundaries in order to help me in the long run, you know? So I think that it's the same way with The Cottage, I didn't know how to set those boundaries with me being, you know, like owning my own business and content being my job and also me loving my job, me loving the work that I do. I didn't set the healthy boundaries with myself to actually step away at times and actually be like, okay, McKenna, it's not the end of the world if you don't finish that one big major project this week. And so entering this new phase that we're in where I'm creating content, I split this room into five episodes. So over five weeks, I was able to give the project the time that it actually deserved. I was able to give each project more attention, be more thoughtful with it. And over time and over the five weeks, I was able to produce something that I was truly, truly proud of. It wasn't a room that I rushed through that I decided, oh, like I'm going to do this all in one week. And it just is what it is because I need to create the video and I need for it to push it out. It was, no, this is a channel about a real life person that has a limit, that wants to enjoy her work. And I'm so happy with the phase that I'm in now because it, it it is, it's going into the same idea of taking a step back and starting to focus more on quality versus quantity, spending quality time and producing quality content with my projects. Um, and also taking it easier on myself that I don't have to, run a marathon (laughs) with every week of my content. I don't have to be super overwhelmed and identifying those like kind of like signs of burnout, identifying those times when it just really is time to just slow down is making me feel healthier and healthier and more creative by the day which makes me really happy because I'm allowing time and space for me to create without the pressure, you know, of a timeline or something. But I'm finding ways to still produce really cool content with a better balance. You know, so I'm I found like through this process that my upload schedule, like my my videos, I've gone back to actually posting every Sunday. You know, this last video did take longer because it was it, the, the final one. So I did want to put, you know, kind of everything in it all in one. Um, cause I'm like, Nope, five is it? I'm pushing it out. Uh, so it came on Wednesday, but I was regular every week. I was regular. And I, I had so much more time to make each video really powerful for me. You know, it, it made it, made me proud of every, every video. So sitting in this room, it's kind of come full circle that I'm like, wow. I spent the last five weeks, I spent the last month or so redoing this room and every little portion of it that I, everywhere that I look is so cool. I'm like, wow, I'm so glad I took the time to find that perfect chair. And I'm so glad that I took the time to do all of the stair detail behind me, because if I hadn't, and I would have rushed like, oh, do this whole makeover in one week. That's really when a week for me is really four days, day to edit. A day for like prep, you know, and then that's it like so I got four days like doing a right makeover in four days is just unrealistic So definitely commend the creators that you watched that pull that off in a week with no help because that Is brutal. That's a lot, but i'm just so happy the phase that we're in So we are definitely in what I like to call or not just me a slow girl summer Welcome to Slow Girl Summer. I have some very exciting projects happening because I was able to take a step back mentally and start thinking about my content uh, more creatively. I have some really exciting videos coming up that are just a little bit slower. And I think a little bit more relatable in terms of content because we all don't have uh, big rooms that need beam stripped, you know, but I have some fun like DIY projects, like kind of going back to my roots a little bit. I have some fun ones that I would love to do, some outdoor ones since we have a beautiful outdoor space um, and just tackling projects at home in a really healthy way and a way that is going to allow me space hopefully to start our family. So that is where we're at. I hope that you guys are having a, like kind of a slow summer as well. Just taking the time to stop and smell the roses, truly, because that's what I'm doing. Taking time to recognize if you feel burnt out, if you feel the overwhelm starting to creep in, you know, kind of like write down the signs. You know, like if it may be, and the worst thing is for you to actually go through it and reflect on it. But if you have to go through the burnout to reflect on, okay, what, wh- where, how did I not see this happen? Like, how did I not know that I was on the brink of burnout? Well, maybe what could I have done kind of differently or what are the signs and like write them down, you know? So if you ever feel those again, and that's how your body and your mind is telling you like, dude, hello, like you are about to not, it's not going well, why are you not listening? So if you can write those signs down, you will, like me, be better at not sinking totally and not having things because that sinking totally has such a negative effect on everything, you know, like personal side, business side. If I was to sync totally, I wouldn't post, you know, for weeks and weeks and weeks because I would be trying to climb, like literally swim to the surface. Like I would be trying to climb myself out. I would be negatively impacted personally. I would just, I would be miserable, I'd be sad, you know, because those are all things that have happened to me before. So knowing those little signs and pushing those things off and out of your way while you still can, or trying to just like check off the things that don't take you as much time out of your list to just lighten your load. Has been a major learning experience for me. And I can proudly report that it is definitely a healthier place to live in. And I'm still super productive now because I can, okay, nope, I'm gonna take a step back, even if I just need like, you know, a couple of days to reset and reassess. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was something that uh, I thought of recently because I did experience that and having to just kind of unload and reprioritize what was important. Uh, I think that that's a major thing, you know, so thinking about like how my life and um, my personal side and my business side kind of coexist and co-mingle together uh, very seamlessly. There is, no, there is no line between my personal life and my business life most of the time, but just really recognizing when those things are on the brink, when I'm on the brink of burnout reassessing has helped me so so much. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys are subscribed here if you're watching on the YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button and the bell notification so you know when I upload every other Wednesday here so you can watch it too on YouTube. Or if you're listening on the go, definitely hit the follow button so that you know get notified on your phone when you have um there's a new Episode out, and let I would love to hear from you guys. What do you guys want to hear? What do you want? I I feel like I've loved and fell in love with doing the podcast. Where in the beginning I didn't know what it was going to be. I found a love for it because I feel like it's just us chatting. Like it could be like a FaceTime, you know. Like I'm, you know, giving advice, obviously, but like it feels like we're just. Chatting about whatever. So, I want this to be an open platform. Like, I want you guys to tell me what you want to hear, what you want to talk about, um, anything and everything. I'm an open book. You guys know that I pretty much share my whole life on social media through my projects and my vlog channel. Uh, so I definitely want to hear so you can DM me, you can comment on the YouTube channel. I feel like that's the best um, way because it's on the specific episode so that I can take a look, um, and just let me know. We are very much in July now, which is absolutely crazy. I have some DIY projects coming up, um, some just like m- maybe thrift flips, if you will, that we're going to be working on. I'm excited about that and excited about more like fun things. I have like so many outdoor stuff that I want to do too because I've been very much been enjoying just outdoors. It's obviously summer, of course, of course, of course, I do. Um, I will see you guys very very soon for a new episode, and don't forget to check out the series of this this room. I'm really really proud of it so let me know over there what you think of it and this um style that the direction that i'm taking this house and i will see you guys very soon bye guys kinsley what's she doing hi honey hi baby <laughs>